the Love Life and Lose Weight podcast will teach you the art and science of changing your habits around food. If you know what to do, but can't figure out why you're just not doing it, this is the right podcast for you. I'm your host, Advanced Certified Weight and Life Coach, Heather Beardsley. I've helped hundreds of women just like you figure out how to think and eat like a normal eater, lose weight, and love life on the journey to goal weight and beyond. Hey, welcome to episode 18. This episode is called Dopamine, the Pretty Little Liar. <laughs> I love I love this name. Okay, we need to talk about dopamine and weight loss because there are many things in life that give us dopamine. And I think an, a, a good overall framing of dopamine in terms of weight loss and understanding your body's need for it and what it actually signals and what it actually means and what it actually can deliver to you is really important to give you the edge with working with dopamine, your need for it and how food gives you it and how your body then responds to it will help you lose weight. So I call dopamine the pretty little liar for a couple of reasons. The first reason why dopamine is a liar is because dopamine is a, it's a neurotransmitter that is released in the brain when we have an anticipation of something to come that hasn't yet happened. Now, I want to just frame this conversation with the fact that I'm, I'm not a neuroscientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just somebody who has done some research on dopamine and how it affects our brain. And I came to this research because I had an over drinking habit for many years. And I knew that I was under the influence of a lot of dopamine happening in my brain that I had created a habit loop in response to alcohol. And so I needed to understand how to break that habit of over desiring the alcohol. And this is very similar in weight loss where we have, for many of us, developed a habit of overeating. And that habit of overeating has left us with a habit of um, anticipating that overeating, which creates a dopamine response, which we then respond to by eating, <laughs> which then reinforces the habit. So in they're similar in many ways. Um, and breaking dopamine habits is what we go through when we quit alcohol, when we quit um, a pornography habit, a gambling habit, um, you know, concentrated forms of pleasure create dopamine habits in the brain, like a circuitry of dopamine. So again, let me just preface this by saying that Without dopamine, you would die. Your brain needs a steady diet of dopamine. And here's why. <laughs> Think about this. Like we're born into these human meat suits. <laughs> and what we've learned about how to survive and get along in life is sort of passed down through generations of um, families raising their young and 
that said, even though we're living in a currently, you know, a modern society, we still have dopamine sort of running the show in many respects. So our desire, our sexual desire is a dopamine, um, is evidence that dopamine is working in the body, right? Um, our desire for, for drinking water for our thirst is modulated by dopamine. Anything that keeps us alive, eating, drinking, sex, <laughs> any kind of like pleasure, we are wired to release dopamine, which feels really good. It gives us like a, a hit of pleasure when we get up outside of our arm's reach and go get the thing that we are anticipating, wanting, desiring. Okay. So when we get up and we go get it, we're rewarded with dopamine. Now here's why dopamine is a liar. Dopamine doesn't give us the actual benefits of the thing we, we go and get. It's only the anticipation that rewards us. This is, this is why I could be in a cycle of over drinking, want the drink, but not enjoy the drink. <laughs> you guys ever like have a relationship where you like wanted to be with somebody, but you didn't really like them when you're actually with them. This can happen with friends. This can happen with re romantic relationships. Or like the anticipation of like having a bag of Doritos, like you could just be obsessed with having it. That's all dopamine, but actually like three or four chips into Doritos, <laughs> I noticed like it's got this weird taste in my mouth. It's very sharp and it doesn't even taste very good. And my whole mouth is like coated with this coating. So dopamine can't give you the, the reward. The, the reward of the thing is usually um, driven primarily by serotonin, as I understand it. Serotonin is um, pleasures of the senses, your taste, your touch, your sight, your smell. Okay. So think about sex. <laughs> Dopamine will have you get up and, you know, find the object of your desire. And then serotonin is going to deliver the pleasure of having that experience. And when the two match, right, your anticipation of the experience and then the experience itself, when the two match, that creates a very powerful circuitry in the brain that drives desire and behavior. Okay. So they did an, ex I read an experiment where, um, these poor rats, they, took the rat's ability to receive their, their receptors for dopamine. They, they took it out of the rat's brain. So the brain, the rats, of, um, these rats could not receive dopamine in their brain and they all lost the will to drink water and they died. They all died. This is the power of dopamine. So, and, and here's why dopamine is a liar because dopamine doesn't care what the thing is that you go and get. It just knows that you need to be driven to go do things in order to survive. Like our hardware, our body is wise enough to know 
that we can't just lie around for days and weeks and do nothing. We have to get up and tend to our needs for food, water, shelter, you know, procreation, things like that. So when you think about having a craving, let's say for chocolate chip cookies and, and you're in weight loss, right? You're going to be dealing with dopamine in um, any kind of overeating habit that you have. So for many of my clients, this has to do with like after dinner snacking and much of the snacking is not when they're hungry. It is just purely a habit of getting pleasure through eating food. They are habituated to getting dopamine <laughs> and um, meeting that need with food. Okay. And so here's the thing about dopamine that I noticed when I was over drinking. When you follow a habit often and long enough, that dopamine habit circuitry that you have working in your brain, this ingrained unconscious habit, the dopamine creates a need for itself. So that's why on a Tuesday, like clockwork, at 8.30, when you're watching TV, you think about having chocolate chip cookies. It's not because you need chocolate chip cookies. It's because you've responded often enough to your brain's need for dopamine by giving it chocolate chip cookies. Your body doesn't want the chocolate chip cookies. It just wants the dopamine. Right? Remember, those rats needed dopamine, a steady diet of dopamine in order to be motivated, drink water, do rat things <laughs> to survive. And you're no different. Human beings need a steady diet of dopamine, and we can get it in like cheap, high hits of dopamine through rewarding dopamine with um, big, um, concentrated foods or concentrated activities with pleasure that this would mean like, um, foods with fat and sugar in them. Um, alcohol concentrated form of, um, ethanol in there. That's a neurotoxin gives you a dopamine hit. It's, it's actually a concentrated form of fuel, um, gambling that hit of like winning it big is a huge dopamine hit right? So back to the chocolate chip cookies. In order to override the habit of nighttime snacking, you're going to need to have desire to go get the cookies and sit with it and not get the cookies. It's the same way that I quit drinking. I had lots of desire to drink and I just refused to answer the call. And what happens is your brain will be super low on dopamine because it's not getting the hit from, you're not giving it the chocolate chip cookies, right? You're not like feeding the habit, literally. So it usually means like you're uncomfortable, you're restless, you're like, can't settle down, you're wanting for things. And you've just trained your brain to go for food, which is the cheapest, quickest hit of dopamine that you can give it. 
And it tastes good in your mouth too, right? So there's the serotonin that delivers the reward. So if you want to stop having the chocolate chip cookies at night or the snacking or whatever you might do, you're going to have to find ways to give your brain dopamine in other ways. And what I recommend is more sustainable, consistent dopamine hits. So what this means is like, usually for me, I mean, it could be a million things. You can just Google like how to get dopamine naturally and you'll find lists of hundreds of different things. Your job and your responsibility to lose weight is to find alternate sources of dopamine to run on. Natural sources of dopamine that don't create a dependence on a habit in order for you to feel okay in your head, in your brain, in your body. So things like taking a walk, being with your dog, laughing, watching a comedy show, drawing, <laughs> crossword puzzles, um, you know, talking to a friend, having hugs, checking a checkbox will give you dopamine. There's so many different ways. And so this is really what um, your overeating habit is begging you to do is to find new ways to give your body pleasure and neurotransmitters that feel good in ways that don't have negative consequences. Okay. So this is why dopamine is a dirty little liar. Like, look, we need it. There is no life without dopamine. We just need to create a dope, a diversity of dopamine in our lives. Most of us, if you're thinking about food all the time, if you're obsessed with food all the time, then you got like a one menu item for your dopamine in your life. And you're too focused on it. Like life is so filled with pleasures and joy. Like, like even sex, like we're so undersexed. Sex feels good and it's good for our mental health and it doesn't have negative consequences, right? For those of us that have a partner <laughs> we like, um, why aren't we having more sex? Like I often wonder what would happen if we just went and had sex every time we wanted a cookie. What would happen? I think people would get a lot happier and they'd probably lose weight. Um, I mean, initially there might be too much sex going on, but eventually maybe <laughs> it would all just moderate out. Um, but you see what I'm getting at. Um, you know, for more on dopamine, I encourage you to just do your own Googling. I'm not, like I said, a doctor or a scientist or a neuroscientist, but I did, I have done research on it and it is fascinating, right? Um, I love how this conversation is really about creating a bigger, broader, more nuanced and multi-layered, multi-sensory um, multi experience of being in this life, enjoying yourself, having fun and finding ways to really like be present with your life rather than sticking your nose in the phone and shoving food in your mouth. Like that's such a, a narrow existence to be on your, your life that wants to be more than that is calling you through weight loss for many of us. And I hope that you heed the call. Okay. If you have any questions on dopamine, how it's a liar or how you will create diversity in your life, um, come over to Instagram at thrive in midlife and come over to episode 18 and let me know your thoughts 
ahas or takeaways, your homework for this week is to write down as many different ways as you can think of to give yourself new forms of dopamine that don't have negative um, consequences. And then make a plan each week for how you will start to layer in um, one of these at a minimum per week. Don't overwhelm yourself. Um, these things can be really easy to do, but you're basically going to be dating um, some diversity in your dopamine and seeing which ones you like, which ones are calling to you. Um, for me, it's a lot of watercolor and artwork is what I'm focusing on this year. And I don't do it enough. I kind of have a resistance to it almost, but it does give me so much pleasure. Um, let me know what it is for you. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Stay focused and so long. Hey, if this episode resonated for you, then let's connect. Visit hbeardsley.com forward slash subscribe. That's H-B-E-A-R-D-S-L-E-Y.com forward slash subscribe and get on the list. You'll get a free gift, periodic coaching, plus advance notice of in-person events and workshops.